Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. I am Yvette Bethel and I thank you for joining me. Organizational culture is dynamic. It constantly evolves and each culture has its own personality. The dynamics of culture form patterns of behavior based on shared beliefs, values, assumptions, and norms. These patterns are contributed to by all employees. Some drive the culture, some attempt countercultural activities, and there are those who do not engage the culture at all. By abstaining, their disengagement helps to perpetuate the prevailing patterns. Cultural patterns can be destructive, constructive, or a combination of both, creating a push-pull undercurrent. From a push-pull perspective, organizations can have practices that help it to achieve outstanding results but those same practices may undermine morale and long-term sustainability of performance. So when cultural dynamics become a primary strategic priority, leaders can establish a vision for cultural transformation. But if these persons only have the benefit of experience of a single organizational culture, it will be difficult to orchestrate change because these leaders don't know what they don't know. They have developed a view of the world that is limited to their experiences. So at best, they can take the vision they created for a new culture and filter it through a familiar paradigm. And this has the effect of giving the impression of change because there are surface indicators of it, but at the heart of the new activities, the old paradigm is still very much alive. When cultural change is the goal, a profound shift in mindset is necessary. And most times, those who are the architects of culture value the way things were being done because they were being rewarded for their compliance. Albert Einstein once asserted, no problem can be solved by the same level of consciousness that created it. And this is very true in the context of cultural evolution. Therefore, when seeking to effect cultural transformation, change leaders can plan to address three potentially obstructive dynamics in order to create authentic change. The first hurdle to overcome happens when change occurs. Persons revert to familiar habits. Familiar is equivalent to comfortable, for example, a manager may be a micromanager and the organization introduces a coaching platform. On the surface, the manager complies with the new policies and coaches are staff members. But the coaching sessions still feel like micromanagement. So persons being coached are not excited about what they thought would be an opportunity for career development and advancement. The second hurdle occurs in organizations where the value of trust is significantly underestimated. Trust tends to be a very important unifying factor 
that leads to team cohesion. So when cultural change is well-planned, balanced, carefully implemented, and evaluated, trust is possible when trustworthy persons are in the lead. Thirdly, when cultural change leaders are motivated to transform their work environments, there needs to be a clear understanding of current and desired behaviors, a vision for the future culture, and accountability to new ways of thinking, leading, and interacting. Accountability to new behaviors is critical because the change leaders need to be able to discern when implementation is not deep enough and they need to have the courage to confront the old habits, the same ones they previously accepted and probably emulated. As I've already pointed out, it's difficult for persons to replicate behaviors they never witnessed or developed. Therefore, a change leader who has no ties to the existing culture and the relevant institutional memory may help to implement the change effectively. If external hires are a viable option, there are at least two alternatives that you can consider. Firstly, you can hire a consultant who can help create a change plan, identify the infiltration of the previously accepted norms when implementing. And uh, because this person is capable of objectivity, he or she can identify superficial approaches when they're being attempted. A second idea is to replace existing executives with ones who are experienced with operating within the desired cultural framework. They should have the courage and stamina to stay the course as, as the organization moves through the unproductive behaviors. If new executive team members or external contractual support are not viable options, the mindset and competencies of the existing executive team and board of directors need to undergo transformation. This requires training and coaching of the top tier executives and directors with the intent of shifting their mindsets so they can implement the cultural changes and authentically adopt the new paradigm. Cultural change requires unification. It necessitates a unified way of thinking, collaborating, and cohesion within the team. This unity is strengthened through effective communication. Communication acts as a connective tool when a new paradigm is being introduced. When trust is present, the quality of communication supports openness, sharing, and respect. Multidirectional communication is also facilitated because everyone matters. The effectiveness of internal systems of communication is directly linked to the characteristics of your culture because when there's a lack of transparency combined with deliberate withholding of information, trust levels are usually low and the team's ability to perform is impaired. The quality of communication also plays a part in unifying the team. In environments where there's truth and openness, this can build a team as long as persons are not hired who do not have the capacity to process truth in a constructive way. Some persons cannot accept truth no matter how it's presented. Others perceive it objectively because they're not defined by what others think of them. They seek the golden nuggets and discard the rest. There are work environments where the daily use of language includes excessive use of profanity, and this is accepted because everyone, communi everyone there communicates in this way. 
Those on the outside looking in may view this dynamic as unprofessional or offensive because profanity in the workplace is a no-no to them. Language is a visible aspect of culture and it is an important part of communication. It helps you understand what's valued and believed and it provides insight into the personality of the organization. Depending on the personalities, beliefs, and values of members of the team, the same language can have a divisive effect on one team or it can bring another team together. It all depends on the personality and mood of the organization. Thank you for joining me at Evolve Mastery for Leading a New World. I invite you to join me every Monday for a new podcast. In the meantime, always remember to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Thanks for listening to Evolve Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, Success Tips for Igniting Your Career.